For marketing agencies and social media managers looking to prove the value of their work, I've got something special for you. Agora Pulse is not only Social Media Examiner's tool of choice as an all-in-one social media management tool, it also allows you to track the traffic, conversion, and revenue from every social post, comment, and private message. Learn how to prove your social media ROI with a free training or a free trial by visiting agorapulse.com SME today. Again, agorapulse.com SME. Welcome to the Social Media Marketing Podcast, helping you navigate the social media jungle. And now, here is your host, Michael Stelzner. Hello, hello, hello. Thank you so much for joining me for the Social Media Marketing Podcast, brought to you by Social Media Examiner. I'm your host, Michael Stelzner, and this is the podcast for marketers and business owners who want to know what works with social media. Today, I'm going to be joined by Tim Bird, and we're going to explore advanced scaling with Facebook ads. If you ever were wondering, how can I dramatically scale my ads? This is the episode for you. And I'm very excited about the stuff we're going to be talking about. It is game changing. You're going to want to listen all the way to the end. By the way, I'm at Stelzner on Instagram and at Mike underscore Stelzner on Twitter. If you're new to this podcast, be sure to follow this show on your favorite podcasting apps. You don't miss any of our future content. Let's transition over to this week's interview with Tim Bird. Helping you to simplify your social safari. Here is this week's expert guide. Today, I'm very excited to be joined by Tim Bird. If you don't know who Tim is, he is a Facebook ads expert. His ads agency is called Agency Y, and it helps big businesses scale to profitability. He's also created the Founders Mastermind, designed to help business owners network and grow their revenue. Tim, welcome to the show. How are you doing today? Good, Mike. How are you? Thank you for having me, by the way. I'm super excited you're here, Tim. Today, you and I are going to explore advanced scaling with Facebook ads. But before we go there, I want to hear your story. How'd you get into Facebook ads? Start wherever you want to start. Interesting story. I started my first company when I was 19. I had been a mortgage broker previously to that at age 18. And this was in 2004. Okay. So this is like right before the real estate collapse, right? So I'm a mortgage broker kind of at the right time, you know? And then I see that I'm giving loans to people that I know can't afford them, but they qualify with the bank. So I'm doing what I'm doing my job. But then I'm like, I need to get out of this. So long story short, my brother, uh, my little brother actually found a, uh, an ad on Craigslist, a job ad, that you could work from home and make money from home on the internet. Okay. Uh, and this was again, back in like 2004, 2005, right? Like, like beginning of internet, kind of like beginning of internet marketing, I'd say on pretty much. So anyway, long story short, he finds a way to be an affiliate. He didn't, we didn't even know what affiliate marketing was. So I started basically as an affiliate and I did so well the first week that the affiliate program owner called me and was like, hey, let me fly you out. Uh, his office was in Panama, in the country Panama. He's like, let me fly you out here. Let's meet. I want to know what you're doing because you're doing really well, but I have no clue how, you know. So I flew out there and then he's like, can you teach other people how to do what you're doing? And I was like, okay, I guess so, you know, <laughs> and he's like, and I'll pay you $5 a sale for every sale they get. And they still get the 20th sale, just like you get, like, you know, so it's just an override, you know, and I didn't know at the time, but that's like being an affiliate manager, basically, you know, so I did that. And uh, after growing their business triple within just a couple of years, I decided to start my own because uh, they didn't want to keep giving me raises. So I started my own uh, affiliate program when I was 19. 
19 and a half, something like that. It went very well. That was kind of my foray into internet marketing. That wasn't Facebook ads though. So fast forward kind of a few years, I've been running an affiliate program for like five five years or so, something like that. Anyway, so my business partner, he goes uh, to a meeting with like a random law firm that his buddy was doing something for, like he wasn't even working with them at the time. And it was a social security disability law firm, like people that uh, are disabled basically and don't have a job and they need help from the government, right? So so uh, he goes to this meeting with this uh, law firm uh, and they're talking, going, it was like a marketing meeting and they're going over, oh, we do TV this and radio that, you know, blah, blah, blah. And he's like, you're doing it all wrong. You should have a landing page. You should be doing Facebook ads and Google ads and whatever, you know? So they come to him after the meeting and they're like, can you really, can you do all that? You know, all the stuff you were talking about. And he was like, yeah, of course we can, you know? So then he's like, hold on again. So he walks out of the meeting, calls me and he's like, hey, Tim, have you ever run social security leads before? And I'm like, nope. <laughs> no, I have not. <laughs> so he's like, what should I charge? He's like, these guys are ready to pay me for a test. What should I charge them per lead? So I'm like, I have no idea, you know? So I go on Offer Vault and I'm like, what are, uh, you know, Social Security leads going for? I see they're going, affiliate networks are paying out like $12, $13 around there. So I'm like, okay, I know that uh, as being an affiliate owner, program owner, that usually the network takes, or the, the program owner, not the network, but the program takes half, okay? The offer owner, if you will. I was like, ask for 25. So he's like, 25 a lead? They said, no problem. Okay. So then I had never really, I had run Facebook ads a little bit. I tried it here and there, but never really had much luck, honestly, uh, at that point. But I tried it, like maybe spent like a thousand bucks total, you know, nothing, not, not a lot. So he comes and he's like, okay, we got, so we got the landing page set up. We got the posting set up with the client. They prepaid for the leads. It was like a thousand lead test or something like that. Day one, Facebook ads was terrible. Again, like terrible CPA it was costing like a $25 lead was costing us like $75 or something like really bad, you know, day two down to $50. I'm like, okay, we're still losing money, but we're progress, you know, day three changed the targeting changed. Uh, and this was back in the day when there was just campaigns and ads, there was no ad sets, there was no conversion bidding. This was just bidding on clicks, you know, day three hit it and got a $4 leads on a $25 uh, lead. So making like four or 500% ROI. We blew through their budget in about, I think, like a month, if I recall. And that was like a year budget for them. Because with these uh, law firms, they have to wait like two, three, four years sometimes to get a payout from these, right? So, very, so they have very strict budgets because they got to last years without getting paid, right? So we blew through their budget. And then long story short, uh, we hired a biz dev guy and then went and started selling to a bunch of other law firms because we blew through their budget. And that's kind of how we started Facebook ads. But what's funny is at that time, I had no one, I, none of my friends really were running Facebook ads. Again, it was, it was very new at, uh, you know, in 2000, I don't know, it was probably like 2008, something like that by then. So it's still very new. So I started a Facebook group called Facebook Ad Buyers. And in the beginning, uh, it was just for me to talk to other people running Facebook ads and be like, hey, are you having the same problem I'm having? Uh, you know, hey, what's working for you over here? You know, it's just, just a place to talk community wise about what's working, what's not working, new features, that kind of thing. So uh, I started that and made the group maybe grew to a thousand people after a year. Another year, we got to 2000. Year three, we got to 5000. So it started getting faster and faster. And then eventually people started messaging me and asking me for consulting. Like, hey, would you help me with my ads? And I'm like, well, I'm not going to run your ads for you. I run my own ads. But, uh, you know, I'll get on a call with you and look at your ads and give you some give you some feedback. Right. So they're like, cool. What do you charge? You know, I'm like, ooh. I don't know. What do I charge? I've never done consulting before. <laughs> so I was like, $500 an hour? And they're like, okay. And I was like, wow. All right. That's like what a lawyer charges. That's pretty cool. You know, I did that for a little while. And then I was getting so many clients that I was like, okay, I'm going to charge a thousand now. I've still didn't slow down the clients at all. So I'm like, okay, I'm gonna charge 2000 per hour. 
And then I kept going up to 3000 basically until it kind of uh, slowed down, you know, <laughs> so it kind of slowed down a little bit. But then I realized I was like, hey, this is, you know, people were getting great results. They were uh, able to scale and double, triple, quadruple their budgets, you know, on Facebook ads profitably. And I was like, okay, so everybody's this is doing very well for everyone. But I noticed people were asking the same questions every time. It was like, how many ads should I do? What should the ad copy be like? What should I use images or videos? You know, like, what should my campaign structure be? And all these other questions. Uh, so I was like, why don't I just do masterminds where I can teach, you know, 20, 30 people at once instead of having to go over the same thing 20 or 30 different times, you know? So that's when I started doing masterminds. And I did that for about like maybe five years, if I had to guess, something like that. And I did like eight of them a year. I mean, it was just called the Tim Bird Mastermind at the time. And it was just me speaking all day long, eight hours a day for two days straight. There was no other speakers. It was literally just me going over Facebook and Instagram ads. And everybody coming, they were already spending uh, maybe like anywhere from like 1000 to 10000 per day already on ads. And they were looking to amp it up, you know, to 2000 5000 or $10,000 a day or 50000 right? Uh, wherever they were looking to, you know, multiply wherever they were at, basically. The strategies I had been using, because uh, I'd been at that point spending mm, like upwards of twenty-five dollars to $50,000 a day, somewhere in that ballpark. The strategies that work at uh, at that level are very different than what works at you know five hundred dollars a day. Or basically, you need different strategies for different spend levels, uh, and that's kind of where I came up with the methods that we're going to go over uh, later in this uh, in this recording here. Yeah, I feel like I've been talking a lot. Here. <laughs> no, that's awesome. Very very cool. So now bring us up to the present. Like, what are you doing now? So now uh, I have a few companies. Uh, I'm still doing a, a lead generation for law firms. We do a. Uh, mass torts, a uh, little social security disability, divorce, personal injury, a variety, you know. Uh, and we have a call center uh, as well. So I have a call center with about uh, 25 employees now, and we're going up to 50 employees. We just got a new office. So I'm excited about that. Uh, then I also have a founder's mastermind, uh, which is kind of the evolution of the Timbird mastermind. And it's not only about media buying. We do cover media buying in it, but there's multiple speakers each day. There is, you know, 80 to 100 people. Everyone is a, is a million plus in revenue. Um, over half the people do 10 million plus in revenue per year in all different industries. There's a good amount of marketing people because of my background. But we also have like uh, law firms, CEOs of law firms, real estate developers, investors, people that own banks, M&A firms. I mean, restaurant chains, you, you name it. Um, so it's, it's for business owners to kind of come together and learn from each other. And then I also have an ad agency, Agency Y, just agency with two Ys. Uh, dot com. And we run, uh, as you mentioned, uh, we run uh, uh, mostly enterprise clients that are spending uh, 100K a month or more. It doesn't matter if it's e-com, lead gen, whatever. I mean, it's all kind of the same. You know, the only thing you change up is the landing page and creative. The way you run the ads is pretty much the same. Very cool. Let me ask you this question. I mean, that, that's a lot. First of all, congratulations on all your success. There are some people listening right now that are from all sorts of different size businesses and brands. I know that most of them are all in on organic, but not all of them see the light of what paid acquisition can do for them, right? So what do you wanna say, as we're recording this in the summer of 2023, what do you wanna to say to people about Facebook ads that are looking to scale their business? Why is Facebook still important? Great question. Uh, and I actually get this question a lot also from uh, random people when I'm out at like a bar or something and I meet a guy that owns a business uh, and I might ask him, hey, do you do any advertising? And I hear this a lot like, no, we post on our Facebook or we post on Twitter and we tried ads. Maybe we boosted a post. It didn't do much. So, no, I don't you know, I don't think advertising works for us. You know, I've heard this so many times, you know. So uh, what I've learned over almost 20 years now of being in the advertising industry, Internet advertising industry specifically, uh, is ads for everyone? No. 
but it's for like 99% of people. <laughs> it's for most people. What I learned though is uh, if you have something that's working well organically, okay? So if you're uh, you know posting on Facebook or Twitter or wherever you post, in Twix, TikTok, whatever, and it works well organically, if people come to your website or call you uh, and they buy or whatever you're selling, service, product, doesn't matter. Uh, if it works organically, that's when you should run paid ads. Now, if you're, you know, if it's a new business and you're still working out the kinks, then you don't want to run paid ads yet. You want to wait till the kinks are kind of worked out and then you can scale. I like to tell people, uh, you know, use this analogy that uh, running paid ads is sort of like pouring gasoline on a fire. Okay. Um, it'll, it'll blow up your business in a good way. Uh, as long as it's a good product, you have your customer service down, you know, you have a good product, good service, uh, good, good flow, you know, good SOPs, all that stuff. So as long as you're giving a good customer experience, uh, ads works for pretty much all types of businesses, B2C, even B2B. Uh, there's very few things that ads don't work for. Um, and it's, and one of the things too, organic, it takes, you know, with uh, uh, keywords and articles and content, you know, throwing about a content blog post and stuff, it takes six months, a year maybe longer to even get a significant amount of uh, SEO traffic. And SEO traffic uh, and organic stuff is great, don't get me wrong. But with paid ads, <laughs> uh, you can set a $1,000 budget and do you know, 50 sales tomorrow. Uh, you know, it's, it's very quick uh, and it's, it's very measurable. Um, organic's a little tough to measure. It's like, oh, where did this person come from? Uh, why did they find my website? Which content did I posted? Which one did they even engage with? It's, it's, it's really kind of opaque. You don't really know exactly, right? With paid ads, you can track exactly. I know exactly how much I spent on that ad. That ad brought me this many customers and I ROI'd 150% or whatever on that ad. Very measurable. In summary, for anybody that is thinking, you know, organic's the way to go only and you don't want to do paid, that's cool if you want to grow your business very slow. Now, if you want to grow your business fast, you got to get into paid ads. Excellent. All right. So let's talk about your first strategy. What is your first strategy? And let's kind of talk about why it works. And then we'll break down some of the pieces that are involved. So I have a number of strategies. This specific strategy is called the shotgun method. And this strategy is for scaling. Okay. This is not a testing strategy. You know, if you've never done ads before, uh, this is probably not a strategy you want to do. You could, but I wouldn't recommend it. This is really a scaling strategy. This is where you've kind of found some winning ads some winning audiences, and that's when you want to use this strategy. So that being said, I usually have like a, like a visual, so I'm going to do my best without visuals here. So to do this, though, you need, a, you need a decent budget, okay? So you need basically a budget of at least 200 conversions a day, okay? So if your conversions only cost, let's say, $10 for a sale or a lead or whatever, right? If they cost $10 per conversion and you need 200 a day, that's going to be $2,000 a day budget, right, that you need to spend for this method, okay? Now, if your conversions cost $100 each, like a lot of mine do, then you're going to have to spend $20,000 a day minimum to do this method, okay? That being said, this method, and I'll explain why, but this method is pretty much the only one I've ever found uh, that allows you to be profitable almost every single day, even with the ups and downs of Facebook, okay? And that was the biggest issue is that, uh, you know, before I started using this method, I'd be spending 20 to 50K a day. Some days I'd make 10 grand and then the next day I'd lose 20 and then the next day I'd make 15 and the next day down 10, you know, it was like very all over the place, you know. So I found this to be uh, make it more stable. So basically you need a good budget, number one. OK, uh, now if you're on the lower end of the budget I just mentioned, you're going to want to go with one campaign. OK, and uh, optimize for conversions uh, and 20 ad sets. OK. Now, these ad sets are going to be pretty much all different interests and whatnot. Like some of them are going to be interest uh, based. Some of them are going to be lookalike based. Some of them are going to be broad. 
okay? Broad targeting, just like open wide, basically. So you wanna have a good mix of all, uh, all different kinds of targeting, ideally targeting that has worked for you in the past, okay? On uh, previous campaigns or previous things you've done, okay? Uh, and then within each one of these ad sets, uh, you're gonna have, uh, it depends on the budget. So if you're, again, if you're on that kind of the lower end of the budget I mentioned, then you're gonna wanna have a, maybe like five ads or so. Uh, if you're on the higher end of the budget and money's no object and your goal is to scale as high as you can, then you're gonna wanna go more like eight to 10 creatives, eight to 10 ads in each ad set, okay? Real quick, real quick on this. So far, what we're saying here with this shotgun method is we're gonna have 20 ad sets, right? And we're gonna be targeting different interests lookalikes, broad targeting, each one of them will be different. Is that the idea here? Yeah, some of them could be the same. Like, uh, uh, like I, I say that like you need 10 different audiences and then you can duplicate them one time. So there can be like one copy of each basically. Okay. But you wouldn't want to make like all 20 the same, for example. So there needs to be some variety. Now, as far as the ads inside of each ad set, are we running the same five ads in every single one of these 20 ad sets? So generally I will put the exact same five or so ads in each ad set then let Facebook decide per ad set which one is kind of the best. So I'll usually have like maybe three images, uh, you know, uh, three image ads, and then, you know, a couple of video ads, maybe throw in a carousel. Again, it's kind of what works for your brand. So again, since this is a scaling method, not a testing, go with kind of what has been working for you already that you just want to scale up. So whether that's image or video, but you want to have at least, at least image and video minimum in each ad set uh, because they hit different parts of the algorithm. And then if you want to throw in a carousel or, uh, you know, a lead form or, you know, some sort of other type, that's fine too. But generally you want to stay with mostly image and video. Okay. So keep on going. So far, we know we've got 20 ad sets. We have five to 10 ads in there, depending on the budget. And this is important to note. Let's say that your conversions only cost $10. So you need to spend $2,000 a day. But let's say you're already spending $2,000 a day. So you have no issue with that budget and you want to spend 5,000 a day. Well, in that case, uh, you're going to want more than 20 ad sets. So the range is like 20 to 40 ad sets. Okay. If you're on the bot, kind of on the lower level of the budget, then you want to spend, you want 20 ad sets. Okay. The higher the budget you go, you need more ad sets. Okay. Because the money is going to be spread around a lot more. Can you explain fundamentally why that's the case with Facebook? Why do you need more ad sets? Why can't they just distribute the money between the ad sets? Based on the way that Facebook works, the algorithm when you're running paid ads is that whatever, there's a few ads in each ad set. And what Facebook will do is they will show each ad to roughly three to 500 people impressions, three to 500 impressions for someone in that audience. And then when they see kind of which one takes off then they go in that direction, okay? Now the issue being, and why do you need a lot of ad sets uh, is uh, let's go with the extreme. I'll just go with an extreme, okay? Let's say we wanna spend a million dollars a day. Do you think that one campaign, one ad set and one ad is gonna do it? What are your odds that that one ad you made and that one ad set were the best targeting and the best ad and you know, like what are the odds? It's like throwing darts at a dartboard, okay? It's like you only have one dart and you gotta hit a bullseye. It's very difficult, right? But if you have five darts or 20 darts in this case with ad sets, right? If you have more darts to throw, you're more likely to hit a winner. Got it. Okay. So we know we've got 20 to 40 ad sets, depending on where our budget is. I'm just going to use the example of 20 ad sets ongoing, but just those of you watching this know that the higher your budget is, the more ad sets you need, but the rest of the, the strategy is all exactly the same regardless. Okay. So, so that being said, so we've got our 20 ad sets, all right, optimizing for conversions. You're going to want to optimize for whatever, you know, whatever your goal is. So if you want purchases, optimize for purchases. If you want leads, optimize for leads. So that being said, now we've got our 20 ad sets. We've got our five uh, ads per ad set. Okay, they're and they're all the same, just like you mentioned. Uh, and basically what we're going to do is we're going to set each budget to be at least, we'll just to start, start with this. We'll get into the other ones later. But uh, you're going to start set each budget at 
10 conversions. So if your conversions cost $10, then your budget needs to be $100 per ad set for each of those 20 ad sets, okay? And again, that's minimum. You can go higher than that, that's, that's minimum, okay? Uh, and, and that's per Facebook. You wanna get basically at least 10 conversions a day so they get at least 50 a week so that Facebook can accurately know who to target next and find your customers. If you only get a couple conversions a day, it's gonna shoot yourself in the foot and Facebook's gonna think, oh, those two people are my audience, it's gonna go hard at them only. And that's when you see campaigns die, basically. So the, the budget will be uh, basically 10X your conversion cost per ad set, okay? So if your conversions cost 10, it's gonna be 100. If your conversions cost 50 bucks, it's gonna be 500, okay? So whatever 10X of your conversion cost per ad set, that's your budget, okay? Then what you do basically is, you're gonna to wanna to do this manually in the beginning. You can set up automated rules for this later. But in the beginning, you're gonna to wanna to check in, let's say you start your campaigns at midnight, okay? Then you're gonna to wanna to give it four to six hours basically to get a little bit of data, especially because those beginning hours, most people are sleeping. So I find, uh, again, at the, these higher budgets, you're gonna to wanna to check in around 6 a.m. or so, okay? Uh, and you're gonna pause any of your ads. You don't touch the ad sets yet, okay? You go into each ad set individually, okay? And you pause the bad ads. Basically anything that has spent a bunch of money and has not got any conversions yet. Or maybe it spent, you know, it spent all the money and it got one conversion. Like, so basically any of your worst ads, you go and you get rid of those first, okay? And I see so many people mess up there. So many people will go in, like imagine you go into your ads and you go to campaigns and you see your campaign overall has a bad CPA in the beginning of the day. Do you pause it? No, you go in and you find the bad ad sets and you get rid of those first, right? So that you have the good ones, let the good ones go. Did you know that we can deliver awesome marketing info directly into your inbox? Simply subscribe to our weekly newsletter that comes out three days a week. You won't miss any of the updates going on in the world of social marketing. Visit socialmediaexaminer.com slash get updates. This is really interesting because there's so many people who say, well, you've got to give the algorithm time to learn, but you're saying six hours is enough really is what I'm hearing you say. See, here's the thing, Facebook's algorithm, that what, what you said is, is partially accurate. So Facebook's algorithm was getting very, very good uh, until the iOS 14 and a half uh, uh, privacy crap happened, right? Then they lost, a, I don't know what percentage, but a large percentage of their available data, okay? So before Facebook would kind of, it could do it kind of on its own to an extent, not really with the really high budgets, with, with low to medium budgets, I'd say yes, but with higher budgets, especially now, you have to kind of point Facebook in the right direction. Uh, so that's why kind of cutting bad ad sets and so on to kind of point in the right direction, at least in the beginning, is very, very important. So, okay, so continuing on. So, uh, uh, so you go about 6 a.m. and you're going to pause pretty much just your worst ads, not ad sets, the worst ads in each ad set, okay? Again, anything that has spent a bunch of money and has no conversions or like one conversion. So just the worst. If it's almost, if you see an ad in there that's almost profitable, leave it alone. Then again, okay, so now we don't touch anything. Uh, we, we've, we've cut our bad ads. We're gonna give a couple hours now for it to keep spending. Now it's gonna move spend to the good ads, right? So we're gonna give it a couple more hours and then we're gonna check in around eight or 9 a.m., okay? So we check then and at that time, uh, we're no longer gonna go into the ad level. We're only gonna stick on the ad set level, okay? It's basically too late in the day to just kind of go on a granular level with the ads by now. Uh, so we're gonna stick with ad sets, okay? So at 8 and 9 a.m., you're going to go in and pause any ad sets that are uh, not profitable by a lot. If there's some that are close to profitable, you're going to leave those alone for now, okay? But anything that, like, spends, let's say, 50 bucks out of the $100 budget and has no conversions, cut it. Or 50 and spends one conversion and you're going, you know, it's $50 CPA and you need 10 CPA, cut it. So basically, all your worst stuff, cut it, okay? So if you're, you started with 20 ad sets, you're going to cut your worst ones. That's going to probably be about five to seven of them, roughly, okay? 
So now we're going to be down to about 15 ad sets out of the 20. Okay. Now, again, we leave it alone for a few hours. We check in again at noon. Okay. I like noon because it's right in the middle of the day. Uh, it's perfect 50% through the day. It's a perfect time to do a cutoff. At noon, I call it the noon cutoff. And what you do is you just pause any ad set that is not profitable, even if it's not profitable by a dollar. So anything that's not profitable, you cut, like, and you have to be, but you can't be like, oh, I think this one's going to do good later. I'm going to leave it on. No, off. Anything that's not profitable, off, okay? So uh, out of those 15 remaining ad sets, we're probably going to be cutting another five to seven ad sets, if I had to guess. So we're going to be down to about maybe, you know, seven to 10 ad sets left, okay? And this is going to be basically our profit for the day, okay? Because again, we've cut all the losers in the morning. Then we cut the stuff that we're, little losers, you know, like they weren't doing, they weren't profitable. We cut all the, the non-profitable ones. Uh, now all of our ad sets running for the remainder of the day are all going to be profitable. Okay. So you just let those run. And then you basically cut, do another cut around two, three, 4 PM. If anything has gone from profitable uh, at noon to non-profitable now at 4 PM, you're going to cut it. It's specifically at the ad set level at this point still. Uh, yeah. Specifically at the ad set level. Um, we only touch the ad level uh, at 6 AM in the morning. That's it. After that, it's kind of too late in the day for it to make a big difference. So yeah, so basically you do the, the cutoff at 4 p.m. or so, and then uh, you let it run for the rest of the day and that's your profit. So if you do this right, you're gonna basically start the day, you should be basically like negative 50% ROI at like around 8 a.m., maybe negative 30% ROI by noon. So again, I have to, I should say this up front. You will lose money with this every single morning, okay? That's normal. You're buying data. We're getting rid of the bad stuff and keeping the good stuff for the rest of the day. Okay. So this is normal. And you can use this method for not just Facebook. It works on Google uh, also. Uh, it works on native also. Uh, it's just algorithm based. And most of these algorithms are pretty much all the same for the different ad platforms. They're very similar. So then, okay. So anyway, so back to this. So uh, it's 4 p.m. We cut any of the, the ones that aren't profitable. The winners run the rest of the day. Okay. Now this is very important. Come midnight, we're going to flip everything back on. Every ad, every ad set, even the ones that were unprofitable, we reset, reset everything back to normal, okay? And we're gonna do it all again the next day, okay? But tomorrow, maybe this ad set that I cut early in the morning, maybe now it's doing really good the next day, so then we leave it on, right? But maybe this ad set over here that was yesterday, now it's gonna be potentially good today. Wait, wait, hold on, I gotta wrap my head around this. So this is a 24 hour cycle and we're pausing these ads because they're not working today, but we're unpausing all the ad sets and all the ads and running them again tomorrow because it might be different tomorrow. Is that what I'm hearing you say? Facebook works on mainly a 24 hour cycle. They are looking at past data, of course, but they, they treat each day basically as a new day. So we do that. We reset every single day uh, for about four to five days. You don't do that forever. Okay. You do that for about four or five days. Okay. Same thing every day, cut the loser ads at 6 a.m. Then you cut your loser uh, ad sets at 8 a.m. or so, 8 or 9 a.m. Uh, and then you cut any ad set that's not profitable, even by a little bit at noon. Okay. And then you just let your winners ride. Should we be tracking like the results and look for patterns on each day? Or is that something we don't even need to worry about? Yes. Yes. That's what I'm going to go over right now. Okay. So, um, so basically after you've done this for four or five days in a row, okay, uh, you're going to look back and see, okay, which of these ads and ad sets. Uh, so first on the ad level, I always start on the, the lowest granular level you can, okay, which is the ad level. So you're going to go in first and say, okay, over the last four or five days, which of these ads were not profitable? And you're going to cut any non-profitable ads uh, from those ad sets. You do that first from every ad set, all 20. Then you're going to do this, uh, go keep doing the regular, keep going the shotgun. 
again, like 6 a.m., 8 a.m., noon, the whole thing. Do that again for another three, four, five days, okay, to get more data, okay? Now we're gonna look at the last four or five days data and the lifetime data of, the, of those and say, okay, which of these ad sets were good, okay? Now, if you have some ad sets that you were pretty much pausing every day early on, then we're gonna leave those off for good now. So we got like, you know, a week, a little over a week of data and those ad sets were not good. That's enough data for me to determine that that ad set is not gonna be good for me, at least for now. So I'm gonna cut that ad set for good now. I'm not gonna turn it back on tomorrow, okay? So this way, uh, you know, you have your 20 ad sets. Uh, after you have enough data, you're probably gonna end up cutting, you know, anywhere from like five to seven of them roughly, depending on how good you choose your ad sets. But you're gonna end up cutting roughly five or seven of them for good, okay, after that. So now you're down to like 15 total. So what you need to do now is you need to find five more that are more similar to your winning audiences, okay? Or dupe a couple of your winning audiences if they're like big audiences, like broad or- uh, So we're adding new ad sets to the ones that we- Only once you pause your losers, yeah. I see, got it, okay. We're going, we, need to be, we need to be back at 20, okay? okay. The problem is, is, again, you don't want to get down to like two or three ad sets because then you have to hope those two or three darts you're throwing are going to hit bullseyes every day. And that's not, not good odds. But when you have 20 ad sets going, you're pretty much, you know, at least five or 10 of them are going to be profitable pretty much every day. You don't know which five or 10, but some of them will. And that's why you need to, uh, that, that's why this works is because, you know, these ones are profitable today, and, but not tomorrow, but then yes, the next day. So you got to treat every day like new, basically. Well, I would imagine part of this has to do with normal human psychology and cycles, right? Because I would imagine some days of the week are better for certain kinds of products and some sequences and times of the year and all that kind of stuff, right? Absolutely. So you have to take that into account. So like, let's say, for example, uh, whatever you're running, let's say maybe you only run from like midnight until 4 p.m. or something for whatever reason, then you have to kind of move the whole cycle up sooner. Okay. So instead of 6 a.m., the first time you check your ads, you're going to want to check at like 4 a.m. And then instead of your 8 or 9 a.m. cutoff, you're going to do like 7 a.m. cutoff. And instead of the noon cutoff where you cut anything that's not profitable, you're going to cut it maybe like 10 a.m. So you got to move everything up a couple hours because you got to have those profitable hours in the end of the day. That's where your money is. So those are very, very important. You, so you can kind of like, you know, move it based on a, a, your, your specific day parting. Yeah. What, I, what I find really intriguing about this methodology, first of all, it's amazing. I've never heard of such a thing. But what I think is really intriguing is you're really cutting your losses very quickly so that your revenue is getting diverted into the winners, right? Every day. Exactly. And it's kind of like sitting down at a slot machine that you know has a higher payout, right? Than the ones that are like the ones on the on the end aisles or whatever, right? You know, and having a bunch of people sit there versus the ones that are hitting around the corner. And I know it's not really a slot machine, it's a horrible analogy, but that's kind of what we're talking <laughs> about here, right? So okay, this is our the first strategy. And we may not have time to to go this deep in the second. The other ones, thankfully, are much simpler to okay. explain. Is there anything else about this one before we go to the other ones that we should touch on? Like in the grand scheme of things, how long are we going to be doing this? Is this a forever process? Uh, so basically, once you've, you know, you've got rid of this. So let's say, again, we'll go back to it. We're a week in. We've gotten rid of our bad ad sets. We put, you know, five new ad sets in that we hope are going to be good. Basically, once you get to the point where you are profitable every day, which is going to take like a week, maybe two weeks, depending on how you chose in the beginning. Then you still are going to be doing this every day, yes, but you can automate it using like RevealBot or the rules in Facebook, uh, automated rules. So you can you can uh, automate all of this. What is RevealBot? I've never heard of that. Never heard of that. No. Crazy. Okay. Uh, so RevealBot's basically, you know, like the Facebook rules uh, where you can set rules or you're based on your CPA or based on to shut an ad off or turn an ad on or okay. shut an ad set off if it has this cost, whatever. 
So you can do, so re reveal bot is like Facebook uh, rules on steroids. You can do way more. You can like say, okay, if this had a 100% ROI yesterday, duplicate it today. Or this is a you know low ROI today, pause it uh, or lower the bid. Ah, so this, this is a third-party service that integrates with Facebook. Is that what I'm hearing you say? Correct. Yes. And it integrates with other services as well. Um, I've been using RevealBot for probably like four or five years now. Um, so it's been around for a while and it's very, very good, especially for high spend. See, the issue with Facebook's rules are that they only check your data every 30 minutes and run the rule. Okay. Which is fine for most people. Most people, that's totally good. Okay. But if you're spending like 50K a day and it's spending thousands of dollars an hour, 30 minutes can cost you. So RevealBot runs every 15 minutes, which is way more helpful. Very cool. Obviously, I don't run ads and I and I know that some people are like, ooh, that's a huge find that reveal bot. And other people are like, of course, I know what that is, Mike. Great service. I highly recommend it. All right, cool. Well, first of all, thank you so much for going deep on this first shotgun method. It makes total sense. Let's talk about your second strategy. Okay, so the next one we'll go over is the bully method. Okay, so the bully method, uh, it got its name because what the bully method is, nice and simple, is it's just bidding, manual bidding, very high. Okay and you're gonna bully out your competitors, okay? And the reason it's called the bully method is because let's say that your conversions cost, we'll just use this example. Let's say your conversions cost $10, $10 a lead, $10 a sale, whatever, $10, okay? What should you manual bid? A lot of people ask that question. You know, my conversions cost $10, what should I bid, okay? A normal bid, not shock, or sorry, not uh, bully, but a normal bid would be like 10, 15, $20, somewhere in that range, a little bit over your conversion cost, right? Bully method is where you go real high. You bid like five or 10 times higher than your actual conversion cost, okay? Wow. So if your conversions cost $10, you're gonna bid like 50. If your conversions cost like $50, you're gonna bid like $250, okay? Why? So much higher. Why, why would you do this? So what this does, it has a cascading effect, okay? So when you bid really high, what happens is it puts you in the top of the newsfeed, okay? When you're in the top of the newsfeed in Facebook, which makes it way more likely that someone's gonna click your ad, okay? Let's say that you don't bid very high, you normal bid or auto bid, which again, for a lot of people is totally fine. What happens when you auto bid though, or, or bid low, is that you're gonna be maybe like the 10th or 15th or 20th ad down the feed, okay? So someone has to scroll, scroll, and they scrolled past that ad that Facebook thought they would like. Then they scrolled past that ad they thought Facebook thought they would like. And they're now 15 or so ads down, and then they see your ad. How likely are they to click that ad? Not very likely, right? It's just like with Google AdWords, the same thing. When you're the, the top, kind of those two top uh, ones on Google search page, you get way more of the clicks than if you're, if you're the ones at the bottom. And it's the exact same thing on Facebook. So if you bid very high, it gives you that placement higher up in the newsfeed. And that what, what happens then? You get a higher click-through rate, okay? So that means more people are clicking based on how many people saw it. And that to Facebook is one of the biggest signals of, hey, people like this. So then they uh, it basically gives you a lower cost per click. It also then, uh, typically you're bidding high, you're getting typically a better quality of user. So you're also gonna have a higher conversion rate typically, okay? And then because you have a higher CTR, a lower cost per click and a really good conversion rate, typically that's gonna equal a lower cost per conversion than if you were manually bidding lower or just auto bidding. So it's, it's kind of, it sounds kind of crazy that if you bid really high, you might actually get conversions for cheaper than you're used to. <laughs> I think it makes logical sense in my brain because back in the day when I used to do Google search ads prior to this company, I wanted to be the number one 
And I knew there was something about being number one when people saw those other ads. I also knew it sent kind of a signal to my competition that I was willing to pay a lot more per conversion than they were. But you're right, just because it's what your budget is, it doesn't mean they're going to spend it all. Is that really what I'm hearing you say? That's the part that people need to wrap up. Well, it's the bid. It's the bid. So that's correct. Yes. Just because you bid very high doesn't mean that's actually what it's going to cost. But Facebook wants to make money. So they're pushing you up to the top. And very important to mention, you need to use bid cap, not cost cap. Okay. Okay. I need to mention it. If you use cost cap, it might actually cost you that 5X higher. So don't do that. Use bid cap. It's very important. If you, you can do it with cost cap also, but then you need to go lower. So maybe only bid like two, two X instead of five X. Okay. So what this does though, is uh, one, you scale a lot easier. Okay. But then the other reason this works is because after like three to four days, you're bullying other people out of your interest. Okay. So let's say you're targeting people that like sports or something, right. Or basketball specifically, right. Let's go you random example and you bid really high. That means everyone else running with that interest and your that's a competitor of you, their costs are going to go up. Uh, because now you're bidding higher than them and you're getting the traffic instead of them. So now they're getting a lower conversion rate. They're getting a lower click-through rate. Uh, and they're like, what's going on? You know? So then after three, four days, they might make a couple of changes and try for a few more days, or they're just going to pause. Okay. So that's what I see usually is that after two or three days, people start pausing and then your costs start going down even more. So usually for the first two or three days, it might cost you a little bit more per conversion than you're used to. It could be profitable right away. It could be, I'm not, but it might not be. Uh, so you got to give it like a good like three, four days because around day three is when most day two, day three, depending on how sensitive people are, is when usually when they start pausing, they're not they're non-performing uh, ad sets and ads. So then your cost goes down because the competition went down. I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. That's so fascinating. Uh, and that also works. Like I said, that also works on Google. It also works on native. Very cool. All right. And your, your uh, third strategy. So the third strategy is the surfing strategy. And I call it surfing because uh, kind of similar to Shotgun, uh, where some of your ad sets are good for the day and others aren't, we want to surf those good ones because it's like a wave, right? Some of them are good. Some of them are bad. You don't know which one's going to be which. So we ride the wave kind of, whatever wave comes. So that's why I call it surfing. But basically what we do, and you can do, you can use this with the Shotgun method or separately, but uh, here's how you do it. So let's say it's separate from that. So most people you talk to will say, okay, if you want to raise your budget, like let's say your performance is good and you want to raise your budget and spend more, right? A lot of people say, oh, raise your budget 10 or 20% every few days, you know, at night. That's what they say to do. But to me, that's like gambling because the next day you never know how it's going to perform. And anyone watching this that's tried it knows exactly what I'm talking about. It could be up or could be down. You never know. So what I found works way better is if you just crank the budget up on the day it's doing well. So like we mentioned earlier, Facebook works very much on a 24-hour cycle. So if it's doing good today, if you raise the budget today, midday, there's a very good chance that it will keep doing good today, okay? Even with the higher budget. So when you say crank, how much are you talking about? Double the budget? Yeah, double it. That's what I, exactly what I do is double it. But that's, again, that's, that's if your CPA is very good. Let's say that you're only like minimally profitable, then you're going to want to raise it lower, like raise it a little bit less. Okay. Like maybe instead of doubling your budget, maybe you only go up like 30% then or something. So basically though, the more profitable you are, the more you can crank the budget up. Like I've had some where I was making like 300% ROI for the day on that particular ad set. So I five or 10 X the budget. Okay. So you can like really crank it. Now, important to note before you do this on that particular ad set. Okay. One actually with CBOs with campaign budget optimization, I really don't recommend that you use surfing on that. Surfing is more for ad set level, ABOs we call them, ad set budget optimization basically. So important to note, before you double the budget on a given ad set, it needs to have at least like eight to 10 conversions for the day, 
Okay. Got it. And that's very important. If it only has three or two, that's not enough data. And then you might crank the budget and it could do. And I don't want to, I don't want you to come and tell me you lost money. So make sure that ads that has at least eight or 10 conversions for the day, then you can crank the budget again, if it's a good ROI. Right. And then you just basically reset the budget at midnight. Okay. Back to where it was. Now you do this a few days in a row. Okay. And if the same ad set, you were able to scale multiple days in a row because it was profitable all those days. Then after a few days, you just leave it at that higher budget because now you've kind of trained that ad set to be at a higher budget Love it. over the last few days. Okay. So here's how you combine this all together. Okay. So here's the magic is when you use shotgun plus the bully plus surfing. Okay. So again, real, real quick recap, shotgun, 20 ad sets, five ads per ad set, cut the bad ads at 6 a.m., cut the bad ad sets are like eight or 9 a.m., cut anything not profitable at noon and let the winners ride out, okay? Now, here's how you implement bully. You just change to manual bidding on all those ad sets and you just bid really high. That's it, nice and simple. Now we're bullying people out, okay? Now, how do we implement surfing? So as we know, some of those ad sets each day with shotgun are gonna be non-profitable and we're pausing those and that's fine. But we wanna maximize the profitability of the ones that are profitable so let's say you have a few of those ad sets each day on shotgun that are really profitable. You just crank those budgets up <laughs> on those ad sets. Uh, so if you know if that budget started at 500, crank it up to a thousand. You know, then crank it's still doing good for another couple hours. Crank it up another, double it again. Crank it up now to 2,000. I've sometimes doubled like three, four times in one day with no issue at all. Again, as long as you have enough conversions already, that's the biggest thing for the day. So then you just basically do that. You just surf the good ad sets, whatever is good for the day. Again, it could, could be different every day. So whatever's good for the day, you just crank the budget up on that to maximize profitability. And that's how you can spend like anywhere from 30 to 50 to 100,000 plus per day profitably pretty much every day. Wow, Tim, this has been solid freaking gold. If people want to discover more about you. I usually only get this out of my mastermind. So uh, by the way, thank you for giving us a actual mastermind on this podcast. If people want to discover more about your various things that you've got going on. First of all, what's your preferred social if they want to connect with you on the social platform? Preferred social will be on Instagram, uh, just at Tim Bird, T-I-M-B-U-R-D, nice and simple. Perfect. And then as far as if they want to discover more about your agency and also about your mastermind, where do you want to send them? Yep. Uh, so if you're interested in uh, any agency services, uh, it would be just agencywide.com. It's agency with two Y's.com, nice and simple. If you're interested, if you're a business owner that's doing over a million dollars a year minimum, and you wanna be around other very successful people and get good networking and connections and everything, uh, it's foundersmastermind.com. And it's for founders, nice and simple. Tim Bird, thank you so much for coming on the show and, and really giving us a masterclass. We're so much better because of it. No problem, Michael. I appreciate you having me on. Hey, if you missed anything, we took all the notes for you over at socialmediaexaminer.com slash 576. If you're new to the show, be sure to follow us. And if you've been a long time listener, would you let your friends know about the show? I'm at Stelzner on Instagram and at Mike underscore Stelzner on Twitter. This brings us to the end of yet another episode of the Social Media Marketing Podcast. I'm your host, Michael Stelzner. I'll be back with you next week. I hope you make the best out of your day and may social media continue to change your world. The Social Media Marketing Podcast is a production of Social Media Examiner. Want more good stuff? Sign up for our top-notch social marketing newsletter. We deliver it straight into your inbox three days a week. Visit socialmediaexaminer.com slash get updates.